It is Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we've got a few news items to cover off on, including a new points format for the Summer Nationals and more money on the line for the All-Stars. And then I have a question I've been thinking about a lot lately that I want to pose to you, the listener and watcher of this show. So let's jump in. The All-Star Circuit of Champions announced yesterday that the series' upcoming four-race swing through Indiana will have some additional money on the line for competitors. Besides paying out $48,000 to the race winners of the four nights, an additional $26,000 points fund has been put up by Kevin Rudine and the Race Rudine Foundation, with the four-night champion taking home an additional $10,000. The four-race stretch includes May 20th and 21st at the all-new Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis, May 22nd at Gas City I-69 Speedway, and May 23rd at Kokomo Speedway for the third annual Race Routine Foundation Race. In between now and then, the All-Stars have five races, starting with this weekend when they take on Lerderville Speedway, Sharon Speedway, and Tri-City Raceway Park. They then head to I-96 on May 14th and the Dirt Oval at Route 66 on May 15th. Justin Peck is the current series points leader after five points-paying races. For more information on the announcement, visit allstarsprint.com. It was announced back on Friday that the Summer Nationals Points Fund and Championship format has changed for 2021. The series schedule was altered in 2020 due to the pandemic, and for this season, I think most thought it would return to a schedule that looked more like 2019 and previous seasons, but that wasn't the case. The 2021 schedule ended up being very similar to 2020. The Hell Tour schedule we had come to know was usually something like 26 or 27 races over the course of 30 or 31 days. It was brutal and grueling, hence the Hell Tour moniker. Now there are 36 races for the late models spread from June 15th to August 21st with off days and a full week break. And some of those summer nationals dates now conflict with high paying late model shows elsewhere. The I-80 and Silver Dollar Nationals and the Topless 100 at Batesville are some examples. It appears as though in response to some of the overlap and the lengthened schedule, World Racing Group has altered the format though. For this season, a driver's 31 best finishes will be counted towards the final points tally and more money is on the line. For each race completed above 25 events, an additional $1,000 will be added to the champion's check with a potential of $36,000 going to the driver that wins the title. Money will also be added to each position down through the top 10 in points. This means a potential bump of $9,000 over the traditional Summer National Championship payout of $25,000. There will also be $2,000 checks to the champion of each of the individual eight weeks of the schedule, along with the regular purse money for each event. The modified Nationals Championship format remains unchanged with points from a driver's 10 best finishes counting towards the standings and $5,000 going to the champion. I'm sure WRG is hoping these changes draw in some more drivers to compete full-time for the title while still allowing for some flexibility if they need to miss a few nights for whatever reason. And the added money certainly won't hurt the pocketbook. Brian Shirley has been the Summer Nationals champion each of the last three years and has won it four times total. Bobby Pierce won it three straight years before Shirley from 2015 to 2017. Billy Moyer Sr. leads all drivers with 100 career Summer Nationals wins. He's trailed closely by Shannon Babb with 98. Both the Summer Nationals and Modified Nationals kick off June 15th at Brownstown Speedway in Indiana. 
As I transition more away from full-time racing, 2013 World of Outlaws champion Darren Pittman and wife Mandy announced a new business venture yesterday with the acquisition of Ultra Shield Race Products in Texas. Robert and Donna Bass started Ultra Shield in 1987 and grew the company into making tear-offs, racing seats, window nets, belts, and more. And they will officially hand off the company to the Pittmans over the next few days. The company services all sorts of motorsports customers, including dirt and pavement, oval and road course, and drag racing. This announcement comes just a few weeks after Pittman and Swindell Speed Lab announced they were partnering up for a limited sprint car schedule that will start at Eldora on May 7th. Pittman has been one of the strongest sprint car competitors in the country over the past 20 years, and it's great to hear he will continue to be involved in motorsports long after his time in the seat is over. For more information about UltraShield, visit ultrashieldrace.com. According to Dirt on Dirt, the Talladega Short Track in Alabama is set to have new owners after 45 years. Crate Racing USA's Adam Stewart and David Miller of Hoosier Tire South have partnered to buy the track from Lynn Phillips and Mike Donahue. The track sits right across the road from the Talladega Super Speedway and is home to a strong weekly program featuring several divisions of late models. The track also hosts the annual Ice Bowl and has been the site of past Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series events. This past weekend, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won a pair of USCS Sprint Car shows at the track. For more information on the one-third mile speedway, visit talladegashorttrack.net. Now to the question I alluded to at the top of the show. It seems that in most forms of sports, championships matter, and they matter big time. From the lowest levels of junior sports all the way to the Super Bowl, competitors and teams fight and battle to try and win a title. Wins are great, but they are a path to the bigger goal. In my dirt racing corner of the world, I spent a lot of time on the show talking about the various championship fights across the biggest series and car types. It's one of the things I've always thought we don't do a good enough job covering and talking about between the series and media outlets, and it was one of the reasons why we started Open Red when I worked for World Racing Group. How do these championships actually progress through a full season? That was something I always wanted to explore. But the deeper I get, especially as I've been doing this show, the more I start to wonder, do championships really matter in dirt racing? And maybe even more specifically, do championships matter in dirt late model racing? It seems for guys like Brad Sweet, winning the World of Outlaws Championship in recent years has been a really big deal. And the USAC midget fight last season between Tyler Courtney and Chris Windham was a wild one down the stretch. But what got, uh, what got me wondering about this is some of the moves we've seen lately with the late models. Brandon Overton is a prime example. After Florida, he was leading the Lucas points and was the most consistent driver with the series, but it was no big deal for him to step aside and continue to race regionally. If there was ever a year for him to dominate a series, it feels like this could have been the year. Instead, it's more important to him and his team to race close to their shop and hit up well-paying shows. There are also still a ton, of, a ton of questions about Jonathan Davenport's season. He struggled early, looked like he was stepping away from Lucas, which is understandable, but now with his resurgence, might try and fight it out and possibly still miss races. We've talked about that on the show. So my question going forward is, to those of you that watch or listen to this show, whether fan, competitor, or someone who's in the dirt racing industry, do championships matter to you? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below or on social media. This is something that will be a theme for a while here on this uh, show and when I interview drivers and the people around the sport. I'm going to try and get to the bottom of this because I hope the answer is yes, but maybe it isn't. Maybe winning big shows and earning enough money to keep going is more important than those championship trophies. I certainly don't know the answer myself. You would obviously hope that championships matter and that these championships mean something, but 
maybe it's more important to these guys and, and maybe it shouldn't you know matter that these championships are, are out there and available. Maybe it is more important that the, you know, that they chase the checks, that they chase the trophies. So I would like to uh, start and try to find the answer to this question. Uh, like I said, if you have thoughts, please let me know in the comments below. There are three items on the streaming schedule for today. Dirt Vision has Dirt Car Esports action featuring midgets at Lanier National. You can watch that for free. Flow Racing has the Short Track Super Series live from Delaware International Speedway and Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts, again, about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.